When it comes to our sense of fashion, that is like one of our biggest areas of being different because anything that I'm like, I love this, you will hate it Mm -hmm. because they're my sense of fashion is like pretty not what's the word I'm looking for. Tacky. I have like very like, yeah, like very loud, very like mismatchy patterns. This is not mismatchy. This is just two drab colors put together. And I mean this in the nicest way. Please literally don't say drab, drab to drab. me. Drab colors. Drab is a word that straight people use. Yeah. And you know that. Here's the thing. You're like, I love bold, bright colors. And I'm like, <laughs> in the earth toniest. Yeah. You look like you would be an ammonite as a grip. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Good. We have me. just, I don't want to roast you. Why? But I do think that you should help me buy a house in the valley. <laughs> you have like real litter energy. And I love that about you. I love that. You're like such a bitch. I you know, I run to the top of Ventura and there's a sign and she calls herself like Versace Realty. Here hold this. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. You would be such a good realtor. Thank you so much. Hello, new career alert. For those of you listening, I just did a realtor pose. <laughs> the one we all know. You know the one. Arms crossed, looking like a bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you bitch. You know the one. Um, also, aren't these shirts sick? Both of our shirts were given to us yes. at a show in Austin, Texas. Yes. This is a queer clothing brand owned and operated mm-hmm. by like very hot Oh my God, People. unbelievably hot. <laughs> yeah, it's who called Flaunt, so check them out. the one that was right above us when we were in Austin? That's them. Courtney. Yeah. Yes. That was so fun. Yeah, they own the brand, so fucking sick. Thanks for giving us these. We literally wear them all, all the, time. the time. All the time. Anytime Constantly. anyone gives us anything, yeah. we literally, bo- I, we're both kind of like that. If you give me a gift, I'm going to like, oh yeah, never take it off. Somebody gave me a Pez, a taco Pez dispenser on the road. Yeah. We were in, fuck, what city was that? Albany? I think we were in Albany. Yes, it was yeah. Albany. Somebody in Albany gave me a taco Pez dispenser and I've been eating out of it. I've been eating out of their taco this whole time. <laughs> yeah. People like assume they're like, oh, did Mackenzie ever use that? It's like, yeah, she's going to actually that night. walk down the aisle with it. We Somebody <laughs> made us uh, like a Jewish delicacy treat. Do you remember mm-hmm. like a baked Jewish treat? And we... I didn't even make it back to the hotel before we were like, I wonder if we're allergic to anything in here. Just fucking downing them. Yeah, that was, we need to probably not eat baked goods that people give us, but here we are. Here we are. I trust gay people. Here's the thing. You can poison us if you want. Go for it. Go for it. Well, we will die. Who gives a fuck? Why were we crazy? I feel like, what was the show right before Albany? Connecticut. Connecticut. We were on on one one in Connecticut. The people in Connecticut rock. Yeah. Yes. Connecticut was fun because I had the best, world's greatest lobster roll I've ever had in my life. Yeah. We had oysters. Yeah. We were sitting on a pier with my sister and her husband. <sighs> we were living the life of two of the gayest clowns. That no you one could... was smoking. Oh, no one was. 
No one was smoking. We had the best fucking time. I think this is what happened. Mackenzie and I got separated at birth. Yeah. Devastating. Hor- so sad. And we've I- been making up for it ever, ever since. Ever since? We've been making up for it. 100%. Do you want to welcome them into the episode? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm your top goy, Ray. Do you see me? Now that we have two cameras. Yeah. And soon we're going to have three. I can't wait. I don't know which one to look into. So I know cam two is my cam. Mm-hmm. But I will immediately go to cam one. Can I get into cam two? Yeah. Hey, cam two. There we go. A lot of fun things are happening here at Two Dykes and Mike Incorporated. We've added more cities. Please check, take a look at our website. You can also subscribe to us now on YouTube. I know. Hello. Share with your friends. Yeah. And uh, leave us a review because it actually really helps other people find this podcast. And if there's one thing queer people love to do is share media with each other. So give that a go. We're so excited. We just keep growing, which is awesome. Yeah. We are now. I mean, this looks like a television show. Do we look good? We look good. I can't wait for three cams. Three cams is going to be so fucking major. I'm going to do a lot of like... You guys won't know what the fuck hit you when we get three cams. It's all over for you guys. It's done. It's It's done. done, Bitch. (laughs) We're so excited. Look out late night. Yeah. I mean, hi. Hi. Big time hi. Hi, Lort Nort. Here's my biggest thing with late night. They just started a late night podcast and it's like all the late night hosts. And it is the whitest, straightest male run podcast I've ever seen. It sucks. Sucks. I saw the members and I was like, listen, nothing against them. Nothing against the Jimmies. Sure. No, no, no. Nothing against the Coney's. Nothing against the Colbertis. But I'm like, could you throw one fucking woman in there? Yeah. And they did. Which one? You know the one. Yeah, but she's not on this podcast. Okay, and fair. also I believe that was canceled. Oh, it was. I also kind of forgot to listen for one second. And I, I jumped right back in. Yeah. And now I'm back. Yeah. And also I'm sorry. Yeah. But I was thinking about something that I have to share with you. Tell me everything. You know how a few episodes back mm-hmm. we posted that we did that sh- live episode with Margaret Cho, yeah. May Martin, and ER Fightmaster. Correct. And so we've been po- posting some clips of that. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if this has happened to you. The last few heterosexuals in my life have told me how deeply they need to fuck all those guests. No. That didn't happen to you? Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, man. So my sister, my aunt. Okay, here's the thing. And I don't know if we ever shared this on the podcast. Your aunt is suspicious. Don't. And I'm going to say it. No, listen, listen, listen. And for those of you listening. You can't just go around saying my aunt is suspicious. She's suspicious as all hell. Here's the thing. Are you talking about because when we were on tour? We were on tour. I'm going to tell the story. We're on tour. (laughs) Rachel has a hot friend. Don't. You have a hot friend from childhood. You do. This hot friend who is, and I will say, unbelievably attractive. (laughs) I met her for the first time and I was like, that doesn't. (laughs) What? What are you doing in Minnesota? Hey. Hey. You know what she's doing in Minnesota? They don't don't grow them like that in Minnesota. I would give details, but it will be too specific. It's too specific. This woman is unbelievably hot. We get in the car after seeing her after the show and Mm -hmm. your aunt goes, I'm not gay, but whoa. Why does, can I pause for a second? Yeah. Why does everyone's aunt or uncle yeah. go, I'm not gay, but all the time. I don't know That's what it is. That's such an aunt uncle thing to say to but your queer like niece or nephew or whatever. It was unprompted. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, was, talking, was, talking. nobody was talking about her when we got in the car. And she said, I'm not gay, but whoa. whoa. And yeah. I almost shit my pants. I, I know because I was sitting right next <laughs> to you and I was like, she's about to S her P's. 
it was unbelievably funny because I also felt that way. I know. I felt like I'm not gay, but whoa. Listen, I think we all have one friend that is like so, so like un she is like strikingly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And like people don't know how to act people around. don't know how to handle it I my agree. family can't handle it and that's what happened when we right? posted those episodes i can't handle it i know i'm like when i'm around a woman like that i, I truly i'm like why is my body sweating in every place yeah it could possibly be sweating yeah my eyes are crossed they're not normally crossed <laughs> it I, my body does things unbelievably like just yeah it falls betrays apart. for it, sure i'm like my nose is running yeah why my why am i wet bleeding. everywhere why are my eyeballs bleeding What's going on? My ears are not bleeding. Why is my face bleeding? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Stop, Ken. But for real, <laughs> why? And that's what used to happen to me on dates. I know. I'd I be remember. around like hot women and just like <laughs> fall to pieces. Wait, I actually have a, I have an ask a dyke for you. Yeah. And before I get into this, we do have an amazing episode. Me too. And it's, there's a lot of fun things happening. Yes. But I have an ask a dyke for you yeah. because I genuinely want to know, is yeah. this public or private? This, this is public. Is Let's fucking rock. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I... You know, we were at your bachelorette party last week. Yeah. Had the best fucking time. Mm -hmm. Or when it was actually forever ago. It doesn't matter. You know, I ran into somebody from my past. Yes, you did. At the Magic Castle. Yeah. The magic was real. Okay. I'm getting coffee with this person. And here's my question to you. Okay. What level? And I'm asking you a question. And I want to preface this by saying I don't typically like to rank women on a one to scale 10. But for science. One to 10 scale. Yeah. What did I say? One to scale 10. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, for real, for real. It's okay. We're gonna blow right through it. All right, we're gonna blow through it. And blow through. So it. on a one to ten scaley. Yeah. And I'm I'm only because I need for data purposes because yes. this is a science based podcast and you need numbers for science based podcasts. If you are platonically getting coffee one on one with somebody just for the purposes of kind of like hanging. networking, yeah. hanging out, reconnecting with somebody okay. slash like friendship, yeah, platonic. At what point, if at all, do you tell do you have to your to face? Tell your partner oh, okay. about how hot they are. Like, is it something mm. that is like? Because I'm genuinely wondering because like part of it feels like you're like kind of hiding something, sweating over them, yeah. or being like you being like I need to warn you this person's so hot kind of outs you as like being like this person's hot. To them. Here's what but I then would do. at some point, if your partner were to see how hot this person was and you didn't say anything, they'd be like, Why hey, what the fuck? Say anything? Yeah. Um, I here's what I would do. Yeah. Has your partner ever met this person? Mm-mm. Great. This is what you do. I'm going um, to get coffee with this person. And then you show the Instagram profile. So they discover it on their own. <laughs> That's what you do. So they yeah. go. They go. Oh, my. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. I'm not gay, but whoa <laughs> okay i think that's so you just kind of let them i think you let them discover it in front of you at the moment that you're saying i'm gonna go hang out with this person hey it's nothing to me hey i, <laughs> hey, I didn't so say smart. anything yeah hey <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> slide like you're doing a negotiation yeah. you're like take a look at uh this person <laughs> i'm getting coffee with yeah you're like it's face down. my phone's face down why don't you take a little peek <laughs> at this number <laughs> that's what i would do is all right you should not be bringing up the hotness of the person let them see it for themselves let them make the discovery full disclosure i already blew it (laughs) (laughs) i already said to my like lover i said this person's i need to warn you this person is stupid hot (laughs) 
<laughs> Why would you say that? I felt like weird not addressing it. Dude, you can't say that to your partner. I felt un- like I was holding on to a secret. It made me feel weird. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and also, genuinely, I don't want... There's there's no part of me that's like, oh, I feel like I'm going on a date. There is yeah. literally none of that. Yeah. But I literally was like, if if she stumbles upon this Instagram... She'll have questions. She's going to be like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? I'm trying to think. You know what? I think that there have been guests on our podcast where yes. I had to be like, hey, babe. Get a load of this. <laughs> yeah. You slide over the phone. I go, what whoa. do you think? Yeah. yeah. Um. And those guests know who they are. They of There's, course they yes. know who we are. Yeah. Whenever we have a guest on that mm-hmm. is like I mean we most of act our stupid, are, dude, because you start bleeding from the eyes. Yeah. And then I start doing like I weird start, bits. I start sweating all over you. I'm sliding off the couch. Yeah. I'm doing I pretend that I'm lost. I'm like, <laughs> can you show me where to go? Ugh. It's my apartment. Yeah, I've been here a million times. It sucks. Um, so yeah, I, that's what I would do. You okay. have to tell your partner. But in a, a not I'm telling you way you're like a that's genius that's really good it's inception wish i would have done that <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get into we have an ask a dyke oh my god another one all right hi dykes i'm married by 33 female married by 33 Female. Got it. Locked it in. I think I accidentally went on a date with a girl I met at work. I love Stop. an accidental date. If I'm being honest, I love an accidental date. I, and it's still, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're not even sure. Still doesn't even know. Um, I'm trying to make new friends in a new city. And we started chatting about work and we bonded over having a bad time in the military. First off, hot. Two ex-military people. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm in. I'd love to be a fly on them. That wall. Hello, Kelly. Cadet Kelly. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh, I've had a lot of fantasies about Cadet Kelly. Me too. A lot. Are you the one getting screamed at in your fantasy? Always. Me too. I love. You know what? Let's not. Let's just. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. But I want to drop and give you 20. <laughs> Badly. Yeah. If I could give 20, I would. I know you would. I would. And I know you can't. <laughs> Okay. So we started chatting at work, but yes. Okay. We eventually decided to go hang out. I planned a coffee plus a free art museum and then lunch after. Then like five minutes in. Coffee? Art museum? Lunch lunch after. It's a lot. This is an amazing date. It's a lot though. If I'm being honest. I know. Your stamina. Yeah. I'm like, let's do one or the other. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I planned. Yeah. 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 We went five minutes into the museum. She tells me she's by, which like, cool. Same. But I start to wonder if I'm on a date. Because, like, before I got married, I I really never dated at all. So then I was trying to think about all the things we texted before getting here. We're both married, so I kind of let that thought fall away until she tells me she's in an open relationship. They always are. Here's what I'll tell you what. If somebody's married, they're open. They're open. Yeah. I would have immediately gone to the bathroom and scrolled through all of our texts to be like, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done? (laughs) Is this my observation? Tell me what you think. Yeah. Lesbians that are dating mm-hmm. long term, mm-hmm. monogamous. Yeah. Lesbians that are married in their thirties, open. Open. Yeah. I think that's correct. Or queers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're. Every time I hear somebody's married, I'm like, okay, so you want to fuck me? 
I think there's something about it being the year 2023. We're in the 20s. It's the roaring 20s. Everyone's open. I think, you know, it's just feeling that's where it's getting. Yeah. Okay. So they're open. Um, And she says her husband is bi and my age. So then I ask her, what is her age? She's 23. Uh, I said, 23? No wonder we don't have much in common, I think. Right before it occurs to me all the ramifications of the things she's telling me. Like the dynamic of her husband's partners sounds a lot like she's some kind of emotional support housemate. Oh, my God. Emotional support housemate. Yeah. Woof. Then I felt so bad for her because like she's so young and she met her husband when she when he was the military equivalent of a college RA. Anyways, I messaged my sibling to see if one would know if they're on a date. They assured me that it's pretty normal not to know if you're on a date, but you should know. Yeah. And they immediately confirmed the thought in the back of my head after I tell them a few details and they said, I'm for sure being unicorned. (laughs) So my question is, how does one know if they're on a date? Yeah. If it wasn't pre-established that it's a date. Okay. That's fascinating. So I've had this happen. Have you? What happened? Well, I've told you this story before. I was on a date with somebody I met on Tinder so we met on Tinder, but then I showed up and she was uh, like a high femme. Mm-hmm. And I think what we did is we smoked on the date. And when I Weed? got. Yeah. And when I got high, I then got in my head of, is this a friendship thing? Because she was such a high femme. And then it occurred to me later on that, no, it was definitely a date. And then we ended up hooking up. But there was a long part of that date where I was sitting there high in her room being like, is this a friend thing? Is this a friend thing? And it drove me nuts yes i mean especially if it's from tinder it must have been the drugs it was it was the drugs that got in your head but i also think that when i mean it depends if you're like to me i think femme women Mm -hmm. can be very give off friend vibes for a long long time of like no touching interesting that's what i've noticed but i could be wrong can i tell you something yes please let me tell you a story yeah I met this woman on Bumble. Okay. We matched. Hot. Showed up. Turns out we're both pretty mask. Yeah. Pretty butch. Yeah. Pretty like, it became very apparent very quickly that this was a butch off at Mm -hmm. this point. Okay. We were basically arm wrestling. Yeah. There was a power struggle. Yeah. And it was weird. Yeah. She keeps talking about how much she loves the Patriots. She goes, I love the Patriots. I then start to go, same, I love the Patriots. The football team. The football team. Yeah. And if you know anything about me, I don't know anything about sports. No. I only like to play them. You do not love the Patriots. No, I don't know who they are. Yeah. I then start referring to them as the Pates (laughs) over and over again. I love the Pates. Huge Pates head. Rachel. Love the Pates. Okay. That is one of the funniest because if you're, if anybody does watch sports, it's the Pats. And I had, how would I know that? It's not the Patriots. It's That's the true. Patriots. Yeah, it is so Pates. I'm saying Pates. <laughs> I'm doubling down hard how much I love this team. I watch them every fucking Sunday. Like Wait. I've got merch in my car. I'm like, why don't you come over? I'll show you all my merch. My merch, Pates right? merch. I'm like trying to beg. <laughs> like for what reason? Like do you ever, you know when yeah. you're in earlier 20s? Yeah. For me, I was like, I have to win every date that I'm on in a pretty interesting way. You're like I want to make you fall in love with me. I'm like I'm now a liar. Person. Right? Yes, I'm yeah. like talking about the Pates. I find out at the very end of the date that they're the Pats. Yeah. So she knew the whole time, the whole time that That's I was making ass of myself. Humiliating. And then we 
she was like, hey, by the way, I was I wasn't thinking of this as a date anyways. <gasps> oh, I because I think she wanted to like get to know have you. like a bro. But that's what I'm saying. So that's what I thought about this femme girl. I was like, are you just trying to meet other queer people? Right. And I couldn't. I think when it is maybe two masks against each other and two femmes <laughs> head to head at the super bowl that's what i'm saying like i feel like there can be some lines that are crossed because no one's making the move i would like to say as well i have fucked multiple masks yeah. and i have like a very like hot appreciation and attraction for yes. all types of femme mask stem soft butches anything in between Agreed. and i'm very here for butch on butch yeah. but i will say that this particular butch in me had a very strange yeah hate off yeah that did not end well, but we did fuck. I see, but that's what I'm saying. It's always like I don't know, and then you end up having sex. Anyway. Yeah, and I think that sometimes you're right. I think like a lot of times too, if you're in your earlier dating, queer dating experience, when we don't have like that same playbook that I feel yeah. like I, t I I talk about it a lot on the podcast, which is like straight people, for better or for worse, you know can rely roles. on this like script norms. that we've all seen through movies and media and right. like. I mean, I feel like a lot of times two straight people even have that thing of like a guy and a girl can't even be friends because right, the they're always on a date low key. And yeah. sometimes I feel like when you're when you're younger and you don't know how quite to like draw those lines queerly. Oh, clearly. Don't. I want cam too. I want cam too so bad. So I think like. And the question is obviously like, how do you know if you're, if it hasn't been pre-established? I first just want to say always, always, yeah. it is the most romantic people appreciate it to know openly. This is a date. This is a date. It's just like, it fills people up. And, and if they don't want tension. Exactly. I don't want to find out halfway through that we're on a date. Or that we're not. Exactly. Imagine my dumb ass. I'm wearing my best thong. Of course. <laughs> I don't have any. They're all bad. They're and I'm over so here bad. talking about the pates. You know what I mean? Right. Like, just let us know because then everyone has on the same expectations. Yeah. So like, I, I always say like, call it a date, go on a date. But if you're but on let's a, say if, you, let's yeah. say you're on a situation and you want to know if you're on a date or not, we should have some tips and tricks for them. Here's how you know you're on a date. Mm -hmm. If you maintain eye contact for more than three and a half seconds. I disagree. What? I mean, we saw it in bottoms recently. Remember, they're on the bed together. There's kind of sexual tension. Yeah. They're playing. There's physicality. Mm -hmm. They're staring at each other. And then you kiss and I'm straight. Fuck, that's devastating. That's devast never happened to me. Can I be honest? That was my worst nightmare. Oh, That cute. is my absolute worst nightmare. When I saw that movie and I saw that scene, I was like, this is like my trauma. hell. Trauma. <laughs> big time trauma. The amount oh of straight God. girls that I was like, this is it. You know, I've and never had not. that. It's the, it's one of the worst. I've feelings. never had that to put yourself out there and be like fully shot down. Sucks. I mean, yeah, I think that that was. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what a scenario. I mean, I would do caress. I would touch them. Yeah. Like make as much physical contact as you possibly can. I feel like I also just I might be the wrong person to ask because I don't you know this, mm. I don't hang out with people one-on-one -on -one yeah. unless it's a date. Right. So like, I, I don't even know. And Nazara will hang out with people one-on-one -on -one mm. and I'm always like, LOL, that you're on a date. 
I think it's, here's the thing. I think it's so hard with queer people to find out if you're on a date because we take you to the weirdest things. Yes. <laughs> you you know, you're like, I don't know. I'm out rock climbing. You Normally that would not be a date in straight culture. But in queer culture? That's a date. A hundred percent. Oh, I I'm at a you, bookstore that also is like, sells very specific matcha yeah. in the middle of the desert. Guess That's what? A That's a date. But now if I'm taking you to American Sniper... That's also a date. That's the thing. It's yeah. like you never know. Yeah, queer dates can be anything. They can be literally anything. You could start a podcast with them four years later. It's still technically a really long date. <laughs> really, really long date. Yeah. I would say um, if you want to find out, put yourself out there in the sense of like touching them, being a little bit more physical with them and see what they do back. Yeah. I think like if you don't know, mm -hmm. and this is because like I have a, I have a very hard time being in a space where things are unclear. Yeah. It like kind of drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, I would bring it up right away. I would be like, okay. LOL. I think of this, is this a date? as a date. Yeah. Or if you're not like that bold, because I know a lot of people are not, I would also try to pay for something and see if they give you pushback. That's a big one, too. Yeah. yeah. If they offer to pay for you, mm -hmm. that feels very much like a date. No, that is a date. I just feel like somebody planning like this, like coffee and then the museum and then the lunch. I'm like, that feels like a date to no, me. No, a friend would not do that. I, a friend is a one venue yeah. thing. If you go to multiple, multiple spaces, venues, that's, that's a date. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I do believe anytime you're at a museum with anyone, you're on a date with them. Then that means I've dated my entire family yeah. multiple times. I know. You got to stop doing that. I have to stop doing that. I don't know. Museum to me does feel like a queer date specifically. But if you go to something after, that's definitely you, you guys are trying to hook up. For sure. A lunch right? after. Yeah. But also see what kind of paintings that this person is drawing you to. Is it yeah. a lot of nudes? It's a lot of still life. Mm -hmm. I think that'll help you. That'll definitely help that'll you. That'll definitely help that'll you. That'll do it. We have another Ask a Dyke. Why do straight women feel the need to tell a lesbian that, that they just met that they aren't gay? It constantly happens and always makes me feel shitty. Like they need to make it clear to keep my hands off of them and that they aren't other. Uh, mm. And all I said was hello. Ugh. First off, we know if they are gay or not. Probably before they do because we've done the comp head analysis work. And two, why do you think uh, or what do you think was going to happen in the next four minutes in the supermarket? Huh. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for the ask. Thank you for this. I feel like there is that thing that straight people, some straight girls, mm -hmm. I will hear them. Okay. It's hard because I feel like I've had a very unique relationship with straight people mm -hmm. because. Does this happen to you? No. Straight people do the thing, almost the inverse where they're, they need me to know Either all the gay thoughts they've ever had, yeah. all the gay things that they've done, mm -hmm. but like, LOL, here's my husband. Right. Or they're like always kind of leaving the door open for me to flirt with them. Okay. I was going to say, I've never had this happen. It's the exact opposite. Really? With straight girls, usually I'm getting of, uh, I'm not, but like, I wish. Yeah. I, I wish I was. Yes. And I watch, I watch gay porn. I watch a lot of lesbian oh, porn. Oh my God. The amount of straight people that tell me about the lesbian porn that they watch. It's like, right. we know. Yeah. No, it's, it's literally st statistically, statistically out there. We know it. We know that lesbians, lesbian porn is made for straight people. Yes. We know you're watching it. I know. So it is interesting. I've never had a straight girl be like, not me. It, I've always had them be like, I thought about it. <laughs> Yeah. They'll pull me aside. If we're in the supermarket, we're now pulled into the back room. I mean, walk-in cooler. I know. It is. It happens all the time. I recently told you about like a straight friend of mine who like had one drink in her and was like, 
I, I think maybe. Yeah. And I was like, since when? Especially now too, like a lot of like people that got married that got straight married, yeah. and they're like, I don't know. Well, fuck, I've always I wanted didn't to kiss a girl. Get the option. Yeah. But I was younger. Yeah. Maybe it is they wanted the option, <laughs> yeah. and they just. I don't know. It's interesting. I've never had this happen, but I can see this being very frustrating. I can see like this person too, the way that it's so disrespectful feels like they're homophobic. Yes. Right. This just feels like somebody who isn't comfortable with gay people and needs you to know that they're like, I don't do that gay shit. Doesn't it feel like that? Yeah. It's giving no homo, which is like so. I feel like too, like sometimes, yeah, straight people will, uh, straight girls, they get intoxicated by the attention of a lesbian. Right. It, or queer people in general where i feel like it is it is like that toxic thing stop where, looking at me yeah stop or don't. like don't assu- like yeah there is that like assumption of attraction yeah. that i've always found very annoying because like i have standards yeah like I think don't flatter funny. yourself I, know. I think it's funny when straight women are like oh my god sorry were you so fucking turned on by yeah. my bra strap and, and it's, it's like, like no i couldn't be more unattracted to you to your you and your bra strap i know it's so funny it's humiliating to me when they do that i'm like i'm embarrassed for you to Mm -hmm. think that i would be into you yeah i do feel like a lot of my life is straight people doing that thing of like oops did i just like turn turn you you on on? (laughs) honey it's like you did not no you did not turn me on i think yeah there is that i think because there was a toxicness toxicness of like gay women like turning straight girls that made like a certain generation a certain type of straight girl be like oh i hope you don't turn me (laughs) (laughs) there is something so weird about that mindset and i do think it is it stems from attention though yeah for sure it's It's a narcissism it's a narcissism for sure being like i bet i could yeah if i wanted to you would fuck yes or like the only thing that's keeping you off of me is the fact that like that I'm not gay. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like so no. bizarre. But I think there are people. Yeah, I think like a lot of straight people have had sex with me for so much of my 20s mm-hmm. that like I got a very skewed gauge of like every time somebody told me they were straight, they were either like about to sleep with me or just did sleep with me. Yeah. So I have like a confusing kind of gauge of like, I'm like, yeah, everyone can say they're sh- whatever. Right. But like, but to me, if I was in this scenario, like what this person is asking is like, what do I do in these scenarios? Yeah. I'd I, laugh. I'll if I'm also being say, honest, I would kind of giggle because this is humiliating for that person. Yeah. I think also assume. this person was like, why do they do this? Yeah. And I think like there is just like an underlying wave of like this person is homophobic. Yeah. This person is like sucks. and narcissistic. This person sure. sucks. And like, I think that there's also that thing too, where like, have you had this where straight people will list everything that they would do if they were gay with a woman. They'll be like, here's what I'm, people have said this shit to me. I've also for most of my life been the only gay person around a sea of straight people. Yeah. So my whole friend group for so long, my whole family, everyone that I knew, I was like the gay person. I was the gay friend to everyone in my life. So the amount of like insane things that people would say to me yeah. that like they thought was like fine or cute or like not a big deal. People openly being like, Just well, I like in. you, but I'm not going to go to a gay wedding. Right, like right, right. people yeah. fucking me or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Crazy shit. But like I for a long time there straight people would tell me they're like, I would absolutely like kiss a girl. And I love tits. Remember like straight people be like, I yes. love tits. Yes, a lot of straight women. They're like, oh, well, everyone loves, loves tits. tits. But I mean, actually, scientifically, maybe they do. 
Well, for sure. I mean, I'm like, what is there not to love? Of about? course, but like, you don't need to go up to every gay person and be like, true. Here's, but then they would be. Have you gotten this one where they're like, yeah, but I just can't imagine going, mm-hmm. yeah, going down on a girl. Yes. It's always that like, oh my god, I would do it all, and it sounds so like fun and cute. I would. Wouldn't it do be it so? All. Just because girls are just so nice. They're so pretty. They're so, they so pretty. pretty. They're so. Pretty. I have heard that a lot of. They're so pretty, but I could never eat a girl out. Right. And the fear of like, which Pussy. by the way is like. I what that so is funny. is you're ta- the patriarchy that was shoved down our throats yeah. to be like insecure women of like oh my god I'm disgusting don't even look at my pussy like and I'll do anything for you it's like you have no idea what a pussy is like because if you did you would be down there worshiping the can literally. I tell you something that um, I was thinking about yesterday that reminded me of you oh yes <laughs> I was course. listening to Fergie um, <laughs> well, I was listening to the Black Eyed Peas <laughs> I love that it's Black Eyed Peas related well, you remember when she's like she's like I'm so delicious i'm fergalicious of course there's something to me that is so fucking funny about fergie singing about how good her pussy tastes yeah that she names it after herself Fergal, so delicious fergalicious mm-hmm. that was like i, I love we, that i love that so much and i wish more straight women talked about their pussies like that i know you know being like it's kenzalicious <laughs> it's so <laughs> insane i genuinely say. worry I worry about everyone. Yeah. I worry about straight women. Yeah. I worry about straight women who were raised in the like Bud Light and yeah. Twins Van Wilder era. Yeah, I do too. So much well, we because were, I know we were, but like something about when you realize that you're queer and then you get to pick up your own path and True. kind of forge your own way yeah. that you can drop a lot of the things that you're like, I don't need to hold on to like body shame me personally i'm like i don't need to be body shamed Mm -hmm. by like i don't need to worry about the male gaze i don't need to be in this like system that like hates women's bodies because i've chosen to rachelicious that's i'm rachelicious and you know that but like when straight women a lot of straight girls that i know when they talk about their bodies and their sex life i'm like you guys have i worry about people so much and like when i hear a straight person being like yes 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 no to that yeah i'm always like oh man has anyone ever like made you come yeah and i worry i worry about everyone coming i know all the time i sit around here and i worry about people coming there's nothing we can do except spread sex positivity make them come no we're not gonna make them all come no (laughs) i thought that's what you were gonna say don't fucking do that that's nicole kidman's job she's she's doing it but i would say if if straight people are doing that thing where they make you sometimes people only see you as their gay friend sometimes people look at you and they're like they see your queerness and it reminds it threatens them it reminds them that i think there's just something going on with these types of people that your sexuality of your just basic existence in the world reminds them that they didn't get to be who they want to be that Mm. they have to follow these rules that you don't have to be a part of that they're living a life that feels inauthentic to them and you having an authentic life it fucking triggers them in a way that they don't really know how to handle it so then they say i'm not exactly yeah they say that shit to you so it's it is all to do with them right i'm like this to me this isn't a big deal because while it's annoying it says more about them than it does about you yeah i think you can rest your hat on knowing that like yeah you're you're doing good and they're like not i agree (laughs) for sure right i do feel very raylicious like that feels that's what i'm saying thanks for thinking of me when you hear fergalicious uh, absolutely i was just like the first off people in the place yeah and also in that song she goes he he goes Hey, Stacy, 
love love i'm that. the f to the e mm-hmm. yeah she really came out and post first post and you know I, i've always said that yeah i'm glad that we were raised on fergie yeah because she feels sex positive yeah puss positive she does feel big shell energy big shell positive energy you and i recently and i didn't realize we were going to talk about this today we've been talking about big clam energy big shell energy and small shell energy (laughs) i can't believe you're doing this here it's kind of a thing sometimes we we talk about things just you and me babe i know we have private conversations but you brought it up so let's just real quick discuss i didn't mean to say that fergie she does aka stacy ferguson have has big proud shell energy she does though she feels like she has the world's maybe largest pussy if i'm being honest she does feel like she has a huge puss and i don't and this is no disrespect i'm stacy ferguson please you know how much i love her do you know in my special i literally (laughs) thanked fergie in your credits in my credits special thanks number one not before my family and nazara stacy ferguson (laughs) I'm a huge Fergie head. I know you are. It makes me laugh so hard. But she, yeah, she's got big clam energy for sure. You and I both have small clam energy. Don't say that. I, I have do. big clam energy. You unfortunately do not. You don't know anything about the size or shape of my clam. And I how know. dare you publicly say that? I've never seen nor spoken to your clam. But here's the thing. I know exactly the size and shape she is. And that's miniature. <gasps> oh my and God. And she's got a high pitch voice. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. So you do picture pussy singing as well. Yes. And you rank if they're a soprano. People in the place. That's yours. Hi. Hi. I'm so this episode. (laughs) Wild. I'm sorry. I'll pop off about the patriarchy and Mackenzie will sing through a pussy. People in the place. That's yours, dude. No, you don't know anything about my tiny, tiny voice. And Fergie's is. People. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. One more time, just for the road. If you want to get down. Yeah, that's my stand-up. Enjoy it. I know, but she has big clam energy. I love a big clam energy. She's got a a clam jam. That's for certain. Yeah. If there's one thing I know about her. (laughs) Okay, we have a bumble fumble this week. Are you ready? I'm ready. And if you have a bumble (laughs) fumble. Sorry. She's screaming at us. Okay. If you have a bumble fumble. Uh, you can email it to us at mic at gmail.com or we have the Dyke hotline and the number is in the description of this podcast. Are you ready? Yes. It is a fellow by Queen here and I am just calling to tell you of a hilarious bumble fumble that I remembered while I was driving home today. So one, while I was having pizza with my stepdad and my mom, I was talking about podcasts, and I was like, hey, you should really get into podcasts. He um, works an overnight shift, and I was like, they would really keep you entertained, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, I know. I know you like podcasts. And I was like, okay, weird comment. And I was like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I just got charged a yearly subscription for your podcast. And I was like, oh, my God, what podcast? Because we have, like, the Apple sharing or whatever. And he was like, two dice and a mic. And I was just LOLing. So this one goes out to my stepdad for paying for my two decks and a mic subscription. And anyway, so for the Bumble Fumble, I was in a hella hope phase, like when I had just had my heart absolutely shattered by my first girlfriend. 
and I was kind of being a scumbag, and I had one male roommate, and I was sleeping with him, but I didn't really like him. And then I started seeing this girl that I was really interested in. So she came over for a date. Um, we were still in college, so she'd come over, and we were cuddling and making out. It was all good. And then um, she had to go, and so she left for the night. Uh, my male roommate and I got into a screaming match because he was pissed that I had someone over. And in the middle of the screaming match, apparently she had forgotten her phone upstairs. So we were literally screaming at each other and, like, fighting about me having a girl over when I knew that he liked me and he was right downstairs, which in hindsight is kind of funny. Um, this girl came back inside and was listening at the bottom of the stairs and yeah it is one of the worst fumble fumbles to be honest she still texted me after that and we hung out a few more times so it didn't scare her away but we just like froze when she knocked on the door and we were like fuck you think she heard that and honestly my roommate is a piece of shit the guy but he was like i'm gonna be honest i feel really bad because like she's never gonna talk to you again Wow. Wow. Drama. First of all, thanks to your dad. Yeah. Step for God bless. For being a shark. Yeah. That's an ally, right? There. That's an ally. That's a sharky ally. Yeah, and we that. appreciate that. Um, has anything like this ever happened to you? I mean, what? Been screamed at because a guy wants me? Yeah. No. This has never happened to me. I've had weird shit like this happen to really? me. Really? Tell me. Yeah, in college, like I think I told you about it. Um, I had a guy who thought he was dating me for a long time, but because we were just hanging out. Yes. And then when he found out I had a girlfriend, he flipped out on me thinking that I had been with him this whole time. Ooh. So that was very interesting. A little bit different because this person was hooking up with her roommate. So there were definitely like, there was a physical connection there. Sure. There was sex involved, but it is very frustrating when, you know, you, you are not a part of this person's like pining for you. Yeah. And then you are on the other end of it for sure. So that's, I mean, this sucks, but I'm also like, I wonder if there had been a conversation with the roommate, because when you get involved with someone sexually, I do feel like you do owe them an explanation to what's going on. You know, you can't lead somebody on and not, especially if you're sharing a home with them and not expect them to get feelings. Things get messy when you have sex with your roommates. Yeah. And also like, I don't want to be like, you know, men's feelings don't count they do so it's like you have to at least i think he deserved that to be like hey i'm going on a date with somebody tonight or yeah. I'm having somebody over well i don't think he the screaming match is no. warranted i no. mean you're scared this poor no <laughs> absolutely not it's messy it's messy and he has no right to be screaming at you right that that being said i'm like no he cannot yell at you about this but i do think that there's always a conversation that needs to be had with somebody that you're sleeping with especially if you're living with them listen clear boundaries something that i learned through this podcast you know i'm all about boundaries clear crystal clear boundaries yeah. that are vocalized quickly and clearly yes. to the person especially cuz she said she's like i wasn't really feeling him we were just having sex yeah. she was like i'm not into him but then if you're going to have somebody over that you're really into it, yeah you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings so i would definitely go to the roommate and be like i'm you know Hey, sorry, but somebody's here. Yeah. Or go to the other girl's house. There you go. Yeah. Don't have them over. Right. Also, don't fuck your roommates. Don't. Don't fuck your roommates. roommates. That's like a number one. I'm like, don't fuck your coworkers. Don't fuck your roommates. I've done. uh, That was everyone that I've ever had sex with. People I lived with. People that I worked with. Yeah. It's tough. 
And a lot of people have a hard time with that. Yeah. But I, I think boundaries are excellent. And then you're not going to get yourself in sticky situations. Listen to your realtor, Ken's. Yeah. She's, that's the best advice. I got you. But thanks for writing us in. We appreciate you. And we love hearing your gay, beautiful voices. I know. We Can really I just, do. Before we end this podcast. Oh, man. Um, I recently saw that, you know, Sophia Bush. This <gasps> is kind of gay news. Oh, my God. Can we just like get Dude, into it? Okay, so Mackenzie and I, all we do, if you check our DMs, we're just messaging each other pictures of Sophia Bush around lesbians back and forth Constantly. for months. Yeah. It's it's interesting because she was married to a guy and then they posted that they um, had their one year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And then about like four or five days later, it was broke that they were now getting a divorce. Yeah. There is no explanation why. They both have come out saying cheating was not involved, but that it was some kind of bombshell. There was a bombshell within the relationship. And you better believe Erica called me immediately. Of course. And goes, she's gay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it's interesting. She's, first of all, yeah. if you've listened to her speak, yes, that's a gay voice. It's the gayest voice. She sounds just like Erica. Erica and her have very similar, deep, raspy, 50s diner, chain smoking ass yeah. voices. Mm-hmm. I also feel like the Angel City football games out here have become a who's who's of gay people it's a lesbian mecca if you're thinking it is the of, new outing yourself yes it's the new like you either open for the eras tour or you are the main headliner of the eras tour or <laughs> <laughs> or you go or to an angel, angel city, city soccer game, game. yes yeah I'm like those are the only two ways that you come out now truly and she is a part owner of angel city which we stand. We love Angel City. I yep. love all the owners. I'm like, go to an Angel City game because you're going to have so much fun. Of course. Or any women's soccer game, yeah. period. But it's fascinating to me that she is... It's pride. It is pride. It's constantly a pride game. And But she's always there with so many queer people. So many queer people. But I can't tell if she's a straight person trying to infiltrate our community or if she has no idea she's gay or if she's just like gay. I think she's just gay. Yeah. The ima- I mean, she's We've hanging- been calling Sophia Bush get to into our world right. saying, you are one of us. We know you. We see you. We mm-hmm. love you. I've named my pussy after you. You have. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> for so long, we've yeah. been open arms for Sophia Bush. Listen, I and would love it if she's how gay. this is all unfolding yeah. is I feel like her coming on in. Her voice is gayer. Then Orange is the New Black. Yes. Period. For sure. Sophia Bush is her name. Come on. Pretty gay. There's nothing gayer than... I love Sophia Bush and how gay she is. I agree. I think that she's so... I love her as an actress. I used to watch her on all the shows. But the thing is, is I'm like... I told you I served her once at my restaurant and Uh, she was literally glowing. Listen, I was like, you're literally... Your skin is glowing. She's perfect. Do you remember when Hercules drinks that little... Yes, dude. And then I, all the gold leaves his body. It's like in reverse. And that's Sophia Bush. Here's, but what gay. To say. Here's what I'm trying to say, though. Is she doing, is she pulling a Taylor Swift where she's just surrounding herself by all the queer people she knows for like maybe, I don't know, maybe that's just her community out here. Or is she surrounded by lesbians because she is one? I can't tell. I genuinely, especially with this like sad news of her divorce. Yeah. And I, I'm not rooting for anyone to get divorced. Never, but never. I do think that she's queer. Yeah. I mean, I would love that. I think that the queer community would welcome her with open legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 They From don't. one bush to another. 
the come on in water the water is just fine. fine yeah yeah i mean i think she would be a huge win for the queer community 100 percent. and i, I can't think, think of a bigger been, win i do think that the queer community ever since one tree hill yeah ever since she fought with peyton on i know the grass i think the <laughs> queer community has been like getting together like a little cult every sunday yeah Doing a pentagram and wishing to the <laughs> heavens that Sophia Bush is gay. I feel like what One Tree Hill was so nice because everyone was like, oh, my God. Like all of our like straight friends. It was like very normal to watch the show. Yeah. And then we got to watch Peyton and Sophia Bush and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a basketball star. Yeah, it's just fascinating. So we'll keep our little gay ears to the ground. We will. And we'll, find and we'll just out. keep sending each other pictures back and forth of Sophia Bush. Absolutely. I run a fan account. Do you Sophia Bush fan account? Yeah. (laughs) That's been it for this (laughs) this week's episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm Rachel Scanlon. Go do something gay today. Bye bye. Bye bye. We are the greatest dykes in the world. Mackenzie Goodwin. Rachel Scanlon. Worldwide.